It's the Sunday special, and I'm your guy, Dave Lorenzo. Here with me today is the queen of comedy, the one and only Nikki G. Hi, Nicola. How are you? Hi, Dave. I'm doing great. How are you? Good. So, folks, Nicola is the queen of comedy. She tried her hand at doing what we would call a tight five. She had a bunch of jokes she told to open a presentation just one day ago on this past Friday. So as you're listening to this two days ago, and she did phenomenally well. Nicola, I told you on the phone this afternoon, I was I was probably as happy as you. I was so <laughs> proud of you that you put yourself out there and you absolutely crushed it. And even better than that, it was the opening of a presentation and we delivered the presentation together. Presentation was great. Everybody loved it. So congratulations. Good for you for putting yourself out there and taking that risk. You did a phenomenal job. Way to go. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. You know, I... I just committed to doing it. I really wanted to experience the personal growth and experience telling jokes on stage, which I had never done and for whatever reason terrified me. So I did it. And I encourage you to just go out and try things, take those risks, because I can't tell you how great it feels to just go through it and do it. Now, here's the thing, folks, okay? So if you knew Nicola, you know that Something like this doesn't just happen. So the way the way Nicola Gellarmino does things is they are very well thought out. She thinks through all the implications and then there's a plan that's put in place. And once that plan is put in place, then she brings in the appropriate people to help her execute on the plan. So at stage three, I was informed I would like to tell some jokes. And I was beside <laughs> myself with joy. I was crazy with joy. And I was like, wonderful. And she said, yeah, here's the joke I want to tell. And she told me, and the joke was pretty good. It was, it was funny. And I said, okay, great. Well, we got to write four or five more to go along with it. And she said, wait, 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 what do you mean four or five more? I just wanted to tell this one. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You can't do just one. It's like eating M&Ms. You got to have four <laughs> or five or a bunch of them. So we put together a nice little three or four minute bit that she did. And it was, it was was wonderful it was phenomenal but my point about this whole thing is she prepared meticulously and then she rehearsed it we did it like together four times she did it with me four times i don't know how many times she must have, she must have done it 400 times on her own because she's just such somebody who just is so meticulous and focused on preparation and that's why it was successful so She's encouraging you to try this at home, and I think you should try it at home, but I think first <laughs> you got to have a plan, you got to prepare, and then you got to practice, 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 and then you can go out and do it. Yes, of course. And you you know, we, we talk about this a lot. It's, it's really, it's important to us as professionals is the way we do one thing is the way we do everything. So preparation is your best friend and your key to success. You've got to put in the time and the preparation. So definitely take the risk, but Prepare as much as you can. Some risks you can't quite prepare for anything else you can. You've got to just put in as much preparation as you can because it's going to help ensure your success. And that was just the opening part of a presentation we did, which was essentially selling from the stage to get a bunch of people to be interested in Exit Success Lab, our business. And to be candid with you, I thought the big risk for you was going to be you participating in a sale, basically a sales pitch because it was educational, but there was also a sales element to it. But I did the education part and you did the sales part. 
and that was nothing. Like you, you just ran right through that. Like it was, you did such a great job with that. You were amazing because I think you were so comfortable <laughs> that you, the comedy was over. You were relieved and you were, you were brilliant at the sales part. There's two things here. One, looking back, that that pressure associated with that first three minutes was the worst for me. So I, I think you're right. I think a lot of that was you get through what is the worst for you personally. And now I'm like, I'm in the clear. So I was in a great place after just having gotten through that, whatever the outcome was going to be. So I was much more relaxed and calm. And I'm used to presenting, but selling is different. So let me, let me add that my second point is that I think it, that's really where you get purity of intent. I wasn't uncomfortable knowing that I was selling an audience from the stage because I really believe in what we are providing through this business. I do. And it, it shows. I really believe we are going to help develop professionals through the work that we're doing. I really think we're going to change businesses for entrepreneurs and CEOs that join us. And believing in the value that we are providing through this business comes right through. It's, it's entirely authentic. I really believe in it. This is why we started this business together, why I am all in, because I think we've really got something great here. So that part was easy. And we've, we've talked about selling a lot. It's not selling when you've got that purity of intent and when you know you've got something that can help other people. It is using that and influencing them to accept what you have to offer. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I completely agree with you. And that's what makes it so easy, so natural for me, because I, I feel the same way. I could never I could never sell anything I didn't believe I don't believe in because I'm just too I, I wear my emotions on my sleeve. I'm too passionate when I feel things are good. And I'm also very it's very difficult for me to mask or hide my emotions when I don't believe in something. So and you you see it all the time like you I could never I could never be a good liar because it, it's written all over my face. I could never be unhappy with you and see you in person and not share it with you because you would see it all over my face. So I just that's just who I am. That's just how I you know how how I how I developed as a human. So it is what it is and I have to leverage that and that's why I think it's easier for me to be committed to something. And when I'm committed to it, I sell it hard because I really believe in it. I really believe that I can help people. I really believe this thing that we're doing together is going to be great for people. And it's going to make a huge difference in people's lives. And there's something about that passion and that commitment that's magnetic. People are drawn to it. And you and I are experiencing it together when we do these live events. And it's it's good. It's a it's a good thing for sure. It's an it's an absolute good thing. So, you know, I'm 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 grateful. I'm grateful that we're doing this together. And I felt um, I felt incredibly happy for you, but I felt incredibly proud that and honored that you trusted me that much. I, I mean, thinking about that before we started, I was like, oh, man, I really if this doesn't go well, this could be the end of our friendship. <laughs> Thankfully, it went great. So we're in a really good spot today, people. <laughs> I can't blame you if I'm going to take risks. But, you know, it, it, no, does, it no, does amaze I, me how quickly we got from I want to tell one joke to OK, we're doing five. 
And I just kept saying yes. And usually that's not how quickly I'm on board to do something. So well, that tells jokes you. In my defense, they were good they jokes. Were jokes. But that, <laughs> that tells you how much trust I put in you in that I know you're not going to steer me wrong. You're going to give me great advice. You're going to provide um, good coaching along the way. That's just who you are. You're not, you're not going to leave me out there, hang, you know, hang, out, hang me out to dry, leave me unprepared. You weren't going to do any of that. And I, I trust you're going to provide that support. And you did. So I, that's why. It's easy, to, it's easy to work with you because I do trust you and I know exactly what your intentions are. You're yeah, now now I feel now I feel so much more responsibility that I gotta think twice before I recommend stuff. <laughs> we had um, other other than that, we had a really good week, and and we had uh, we did we did a lot. I mean, we had a meeting for the high net worth group on Monday uh, that went well. That resulted in two new members in ESL, and then Friday you had like seven different meetings. Oh that you I'm way overcommitted, way overcommitted this week yeah, with the meetings. This week, so you got a lot. You got a lot done, and then we had that breakfast on Friday, and it, I think we have we have several several prospective members that came from that experience. It was the largest breakfast that we've held. We've been doing the breakfast now since July of 2022, and that was the largest breakfast we've ever had. There were, based on the attendance sheet, there were 55 people in the room. We had 61 or 62 people registered. There were 55 people in the room, which is the largest attendance, not including me and you. I don't think we were on there. So that's, you know, that's a lot of people. And it was it was very it was a very enthusiastic crowd. They were very excited and like LinkedIn is just blowing up with <laughs> pictures and comments from that. So not that that means anything, but the interest from people who want to join us and pay real money to be a part of what we're doing, that tells me that we're that we're on to something. And when you're starting a business, folks, and the reason we do this, it's the Sunday special is so that we can chronicle our success. But when you're starting a business, you take these little wins and you build on them. So and we and we had an incredible we have an incredible learning experience that that we've that we came to over the last two days and we discussed it this morning. And that's that the value that we thought was going to be the leading value for the professionals in this business, it turns out that the professionals are telling us that the value is something a little different, slightly different than we thought it was going to be. We thought everything was going to be valuable, but they're placing more value and they're placing emphasis on one of the aspects of value that Nicola and I didn't think was going to be emphasized as heavily. So we're going to change our approach a little bit. And that's what that's what being an entrepreneur is all about. When the market tells you where they're seeing value, you go there and you run with it. So the fact that we've noticed that and adjusted is, I think, good for us and good for the way we're doing business. And I was a little in a way, I was a little concerned about our ability to pivot when it when it comes to stuff like this is a slight pivot. It's not even a huge pivot. But for you and me. We, we, we prepare very thoroughly for everything. And that preparation can sometimes get in the way of a quick turn. But I think we can this one. I know for sure we can make and we both agree that it's there and we're already we're already starting to make it. and We know what the path is to to make it. So um, and that's something that we have to be we have to be cognizant of because both of us love to prepare and we love to be we, we love to make sure that we're giving the maximum amount of value. So 
you know, making an adjustment on the fly like this is something that may seem to us like we're doing hastily. But when the market tells you this is what you got to do, this is what we got to do. Yeah, I think that's right. And we and we really talked this through to make sure, you know, is this the right decision for us? What's what's the upside? What's the downside? But, you know, we are both recognizing it as we've gone through another week and we've seen the response to what we're providing. You know, we spent time onboarding professionals, that first wave of professionals into the group. So we're already getting feedback from you know, the clients who are joining us. We saw the reaction in the room when we provided the seminar just two days ago from the day we're recording this. And so we got a lot of that live feedback, which we're sitting down and we're working through to make this decision. So I think that we're doing the right thing and really working through it and being comfortable that we're making the right decision based upon having really thought through this. And I, and I feel good about it. I think that this is the right call. I, I get a sense that people are, that the solution that we're providing now, they're not investing a lot of money, especially for the people, you know, these are professionals who do very well. And we're not asking them to pay a lot of money. But I feel like they're investing way more trust in us than they're investing their finances. The conversations I'm having with people you know, they're saying things like, I think this could be the thing that helps me turn the corner. This came at exactly the right time. I think this could be like we interviewed a woman yesterday. I think it was yesterday. And she said, you know, her goal is, was to get to a million dollars in five years. And, you know, she said, and when Dave said five years, why not this year? <laughs> she said, I knew I was in the right place because if he thinks I can do it this year, I, I think that's I think that's great. And, you know, in that moment when she said that to the first time she said it to me and then she said it the second time when you and I were talking to her, the first time she said it to me, I was like, whoa, wait a minute. You know, maybe 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 I don't know this woman as well as she knows herself. But then she, I realized that she's joining us for the validation. She's joining us for us to reveal what's already there. She's not joining us. She's going to join us to get some skills, some knowledge, and some stuff she doesn't have. But she's joining us to to reveal to her what's already there. Just like revealing to you your ability to do what you did in opening that presentation. That was already there. All we did was reveal it, right? That's why this woman is joining us. She's got a million-dollar business. We're just going to chip away at everything that doesn't look like a million-dollar business and show it to her. It's so true. I've had two conversations now just this past week with two other individuals who came up to me and shared with me in confidence the details of their business and said, I really think that we, I, you know, I can work through this with you and get to the next level. And I'm thinking like, you really already have the pieces there. It's just working through that and realizing what you have. And I think you're right, Dave. I mean, they, they obviously are, have a lot of trust in us to share that information from the start of that conversation and then also to tell us, I think you're the right person to work through this with me. So I've had that yeah. realization independently from you and the conversations I'm having. And I'm glad we're talking about this here and we're doing it for the first time and we're sharing this with each other. Um, so I think that's right, that they're really viewing us as trusted partners to help them develop their businesses. So I want to, uh, not to not to bring us down, but not to put things on a down note, but I also want to talk about, because everything is not all sunshine and roses, we, you know, we're dealing with, and it's important that we talk about this, we're also dealing with an element of people who know both of us and who, I, I want to say, have, have some emotions that are 
they're impacting me. They have no, they, they're not having a lot of impact on you other than me sharing it with you. But there are people who I think see our relationship and they see what we're doing together. And they, I think they see that we're having fun and enjoying each other's company while we're growing a business. And now actually there's, there's revenue coming in and they, this could, this people are seeing this is a real business and this could be something. And there's an element of jealousy among people who know both of us. And I've had other, not real partnerships, but like volunteer partnerships with other people. And some of those I've, I've put on hold. Some of them I've just discontinued completely because I want to focus on this because this is the most important thing for me right now. This is my priority right now. And people see that and they are reacting in a way that is less than favorable. And there is a high schoolish jealousy element to it and I've had some I've had some issues this week that I had to work through that were frustrating to me and that you know I talked through with you because in addition to being business partners we're also friends and you're you're a good listener and you're very rational and I trust you with you know things that are going on and you know candidly if like I think part of the 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 issue that is created is because people see me working with you and they see the time that we're spending together and, you know, the the way that I've chosen to deal with haters is just to build something better, just to do something that they can't do, do something that they won't do. Because the situation that I'm experiencing is not an in-your-face, somebody yelling at me, telling me, hey, Dave, you're screwing me because you're working with your new friend. It's somebody, you know, working behind the scenes, being sneaky and manipulative and passive aggressive. And, you know, my style is to confront that directly, which I've done. And, you know, I'm going to to the out to the to the public, I'm going to deal with it with, you know, grace and pleasantries and professionalism. But internally, it's it feels really crappy that someone who I like and I thought was a friend would treat me in a way that would purposely undercut me in front of other people and was designed to eventually get back to me and and make me feel bad. It was purposely designed to get back to me to make me feel bad. And it didn't make me feel bad for the reasons that this person thought it would make me feel bad. Like it didn't like, you know, it wasn't the knife in the back to make me think I'm missing out on something. The reason it made me feel bad is because I I had so much affection for this person and I cared about this person and I wanted to be friends with this person long after the work we were doing together ended and now I've come to realize that this person wasn't who I thought they were and that to me was disappointing because it's not the friendship I thought I had. And it's also disappointing because it shows a lack of judgment on my part. So I'm as much disappointed in myself that I put myself out there and I invested emotionally in this person who I thought I had judged as a, as a good, kind person. And it turns out the exact opposite is true. And this person was just an assassin hiding in the bushes, just waiting to, you know, to undercut me in front of other people who you know know me like me and respect me and I, I don't think it'll have that impact and if it does I can't control that but I don't think it will 
but that's that's the intention of what this person has done over the course of the past week. So, you know, so you and I were talking about it and working through that. We had all this success this week, but there was this kind of crappy undercurrent of, you know, jealousy and, and BS that was going on behind the scenes. You know, I, I admire that you're you're very vulnerable about some of these issues and that you share them uh, because not everyone is okay sharing them. And I'm, I'm glad that you do because I also think it helps you work through them. It's unfortunate that as professionals, this still happens. And I'm sure that there's a lot of people out there listening saying, you know what? I know some people in my life who, you know, are, it's the same way. They, are, for some reason or another, don't really want to see you succeed or they want to do something that's maybe going to hold you back a little bit more, whatever their motivations may be. Those, those are all, of course, varied. Um, but there's a common thread here, which is holding you back. And it's, it's difficult to do this, but sometimes we need to step away from those relationships entirely or distance ourselves from those people if they're going to add that negativity to your life. Life is finite. We don't have that much time. When you're trying to do something big, something different, you've got to have the right people around you. You've got to have the right people in your personal life supporting your efforts, and you have to have the right people in your professional life supporting your efforts. And we kind of get caught in that trap sometimes, I think, where we want to see the best in people. And I know, you know you're someone just like me in that regard. Like I always want to kind of stick it out because I'm really loyal to the friends that I've had in my life. And it's, it becomes really hard and it starts weighing on you, but you've got to just walk away from some of that. It's the only way to deal with it because you've realized who that person truly is. And that's not who you are. And then when your fundamental values are no, they do not align. That's not someone who's a healthy relationship for your life. So you've got to just politely remove yourself from that relationship or cut them out entirely if that's what you have to do. Because you don't deserve to be brought down by those other people. They're always going to exist. There'll be someone else who comes in. They'll be in your orbit somewhere in your professional life. And you've got to just stay away from that because it's more important than focusing on all the good things you're doing and what you're building. I think you're right about sharing my feelings. So here's here's the thing about this situation. The more the more I release about it, the more I let it out, I can put it behind me. When it first happened... I immediately called you and you and I had a conversation about it. I wanted to respond in a really over-the-top way. And, you know, talking about it with you was helpful because it let out some of that emotion. And I responded in an appropriate, measured way. And I called the person out on the things they were doing. And the person, in true passive-aggressive fashion backpedaled and put up a put up a, a screen of subterfuge pretending that the situation was something that it wasn't and I dispassionately and directly called that out and then the person admitted essentially only to me what they were doing and backpedaled again and moved to the the position that they originally should have held based on based on a discussion that we had had so basically this person took a situation and pretended it was something else when we had clearly had a discussion about it and after two times of pressing them on their passive aggressive mistruths let's say they retrenched and went to the position 
that we had actually agreed upon. And then later this week, that was that was earlier in the week. And then later this week, they moved further toward the position they were trying to get to in the first place. And I think they now know that I see what they're doing. And, you know, I'm going to move forward and hold up my end of the commitment, hold up my end of the bargain here. But it's important that they know in no uncertain terms that I know what they're doing and that I recognize them for what they are. And although as long as they continue to keep their mouth shut and not push this any further, I will not, you know, I'm not going to press the issue. There is only so far I am willing to allow this to go before I make sure I put a stop to it in a, in a more direct and more permanent way. So, you know, my initial response was to go that direct route and to put a stop to it in a direct and permanent way once and for all and then scorch the earth and make sure there was no there was a point of no return where there would be no relationship left. I think there's an opportunity here to make sure that the person knows in no uncertain terms that I'm calling them on their passive aggressive crap, but also I am, you know, I'm okay with us coexisting in the same space as long as none of this ever happens again. But, you know, they're leaving the door open for for there to be some type of an issue because they're not willing to they're not willing to let this go. I can see already they're not willing to let this go. So, I can tell there's going to have to be some kind of a subsequent conversation between the two of us where it has to be said that Whatever you're feeling, you got to deal with your feelings yourself and you got to let it go. And we both have to be able to move on. And if we can't and you continue to press in this way, I'm going to call out exactly what you're doing in a way that's going to make you very uncomfortable. And I don't want to do that right now. You know, I have the ability to talk about my feelings. And that's a tremendous advantage when somebody's coming at you in a passive aggressive way, because a passive aggressive person wants a reaction, but they don't want to feel the nastiness that is involved in making somebody feel bad. They want the reaction of making someone feel bad without having to deal with what they've done. And this person doesn't realize that because I own my feelings, I can make that person, I can make them go to an extreme that they will regret because what they're doing is so wrong and so inappropriate. So I own my feelings and I control them so I'm perfectly capable of discussing them where passive aggressive people aren't. And I don't want it to get to that point, but the person is leaving the door open for that to happen and I'm giving them an out. I'm giving them an off ramp. I'm giving them a chance to let it go, but they just can't seem to do it. You know, some some of these situations do get to the point where you have to show that person your assertiveness. That's how it stops. And you've tried a kind route and you've tried an easy route to just make this go away. And and oftentimes, you know, you've got to just you got to get to that point. And if if it requires that, then you be assertive about it and let them know that you're not going to stand for it, Um, especially when you're in in any type of organization where you have to coexist. Sometimes you don't have a choice. You know, this could be a, a coworker. I mean, I've seen that where they're kind of bullying someone or creating a really tough environment. And the way to deal with that is to let that person know by being assertive that you won't stand for that. Yeah. Yeah. So we shall see how that uh, how that plays out. And you can stay tuned because you can be damn sure I'm going to talk about it here. <laughs> and hopefully the person who's 
who's the instigator of all this is listening to this and they take some guidance and they take a little they take a little hint from this and realize that there's only so far you can push someone before you push them too far and nobody wants that to happen in this case but all that being said we had a really good week we have coming up next week we have a training session for our ESL professionals. We have uh, the Thanksgiving holiday. You're heading home for the holidays to beautiful Western Pennsylvania. I have a cast of thousands coming over here and a house that needs to be completely scrubbed from top to bottom. <laughs> Dogs that need to be scrubbed completely from top to bottom. So, <laughs> And we'll be in Chicago. Well, when we forgot, we will be meeting Partners in Chicago for ESL. So we'll be talking about that. Uh, when yes, come back. after after that's Thanksgiving, after. We, we will be doing another Sunday special before that. Hopefully, you, we will be doing a Sunday special after we're stuffed with turkey. <laughs> we're stuffed like turkeys with turkey. So hopefully, we'll be doing a Sunday special next week and talking about our trip to Chicago, which is now now we've now we've teased it. All you people at home are on pins and needles wondering <laughs> what, what are Dave and Nicola going to be doing in Chicago? <laughs> we know that's what you'll be thinking about. No, not at all. Well, we hope everyone has a wonderful Thanksgiving. Have a wonderful <laughs> Thanksgiving. We'll see you. Well, we'll see you tomorrow. We got a show coming yes. out tomorrow and we'll see you Tuesday and Wednesday and then we'll take Thanksgiving off. So if we don't speak with you or if you don't listen to any shows until after Thanksgiving, we hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Otherwise, come back tomorrow because there's another show. <laughs> this is the Sunday special. There's no editing. So that's the end of the show. Goodbye and have a nice day. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> see you tomorrow. Bye.